Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Uh, hey, you've downloaded our podcast, guys. Well done, you made it. Yes, good show today. <laughs> we caught up with the... Um... <laughs> you right there, Coffee? I forgot who we chatted to, too. Who did we chat to today? <laughs> Stab, my name is Abby. Thank you. You are Stav, but mm-hmm. Stuart and your birth certificate, and we love you. And over oh, there is Greg. Thanks. Oh, we talked to Poe. No, Greg. <laughs> Sharon. Greg. If you could change your name to anything, what would it be? I always wanted to be uh, called uh, Simone, which was from a TV show mm. um, growing up. Which one, you know? Uh, she lived with her dad or something. Hmm. Time. And her name was Simone. Mm. So I used to call all my dolls Simone. Yeah, there you go. Mm. What would you do? Um, Boris. Tiberius. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, you'd be a dick like that. I'd be a dick like that. Well, I just meant that you'd, you'd want to. be a bitch Simone. <laughs> Stone cold <laughs> bitch Simone. Would it be any different? It's just a name. What's in a name? <laughs> That's Simone. <laughs> what would you be? Oh, jeez. You could be a Luke. Yeah. Did you, you just give me a G's because I'm coughing? No, no, something else. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's got a myriad of problems going on over there. God. Yeah, things aren't going well for Tiberius. Yeah. Massive yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, it's something, else. it's something else. I'll tell you later. I don't, I don't know what I would do. You're pretty mad. I think you'd be Luke. Luke? I like Luke. But you I don't wouldn't, like Luke. I wouldn't, I don't not like Luke, but Luke is just too much like a Matthew. Nathaniel. Mm. You know, like. But that's what I'm saying. I think the name suits you. you you're like a Lucas. You're a. Jeremiah. Uh, no. Hmm. You're like a strong Jeremiah. name. What about Jerry? <laughs> Jerry. Well, people chant it. They mm. do chant it. Um, yeah. Xander's middle name is Jeremiah. Huh. Quite like that name. It's biblical. Mm. Uh. <clears throat> and a John? bullfrog. Frank. Hmm. I'll be earnest. Mm. Mm. I think I'd like to have a name that doesn't match me. Ah. You know? Surely. You do, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> you, I like that fits You can well. get away with earnest. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Denzel. Ooh, Denzel. Oh, yeah, Denzel. Denzel. That'd be good. Mm. Call me Denzel. Denzel. I like it. I think it suits. It could be like a Darian or something. Yeah. What yeah. about matching initials? You'd be like Andrew Acton. Anthony Acton. I actually have a cousin named Andrew Acton. Oh, yeah. I'm reading the kids, uh, Jagger mm. and I are reading the Ando books. Mm-hmm. Weirdo. Weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny. Have you seen it? So no. his first name's Weir and his surname is Doe. Yeah. Oh. So his name's Weir Doe. And then there's all the other people with funny names mm. as well. There's one guy that came in, his name's Hans, and his surname is Sim. <laughs> Handsome. <laughs> <laughs> and, there are, and, he, and he really is. I went to school with Matthew Matthews. Ah. I it's. Think, well, I think you need to achieve. No, his I, parents must have just there's hated a, him there's from a high, birth. Nah, there's a plastic surgeon in Adelaide that's... Um, World renowned, people mm. come from all overseas, uh, all over to to be able to see. And he's not name's Doctor David David. Uh. I think it's quite. I think you need to accomplish something if you've got two same names. I went to school with a yeah. Peter Perfect. No, you didn't. Yeah, hundred percent. I guess what other name would you put forward before Perfect? Like Frank, that's it. Frank Perfect. Frank but every perfect. name before that is quite. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They're just <laughs> blessed with a great last name. Uh, they probably hate it though. Nah, I'd like the last name perfect. My friend didn't like her surname and she was really keen to change it. Bone her. Well, Bonner? Bone her. Hmm. Is it that Luke? No, but he used to always make. I was like, why don't you like it? Samara Bone her. Did she have a silly name, Ide? <laughs> no, but she did have all those jokes. Yeah. I was very excited to get married. I bet she it. did. Bet she did. 
Okay, uh, before I say anything else, let's just play the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. <laughs> Show me your love. Stab Abby and Matt's must, must love, love pets. pets. Must love pets. That's what we want you to register for if you are single and you're a pet owner. And you know what? There is no judgment. There is no pet that we're not going to accept. Uh, we'll, we'll accept it, but I am not going to say no judgment. What about a household <laughs> mouse? If, if, someone, if <laughs> someone's got themselves a whole <laughs> flock of rats... I, I am going to have a slight amount of judgment. Well, look, they may not be picked because that's what it is. We're getting you to pick people through their pet as mm. opposed to, you know, meeting them face to face. You know, judge their pet. Uh, but we thought this is really interesting. Why don't we speak to the owner of an Instagram page that I think is uh, worthwhile? Okay. Uh, her name is Kaylin Pound and she is the owner of what is it called? Hi, it's Heart Dudes with Dogs. See, worthwhile. <laughs> it, it is. It is. It's a, it's a, <laughs> uh, hang on a second. Are they. Are they hot dudes who are holding a dog or are they hot dudes because they have a dog? I think it could go both ways. I have to agree. If you've got a if you've got a, a guy and he's mm. a good looking guy, but if he's holding a pet for me, and especially like a dog, that shows that they can care, right? It says a lot about their personality. Yeah, it definitely does. And also shows that they're not afraid of commitment. <laughs> Oh, is that what it is? Because yeah. they're saying that they're happy to care for something living. You look at them as a, like that you see the way they would possibly father. Yeah, and also like, I feel like dog owners are just caring, like good people in general. How did it start? Well, how did you get this account in the first place? So I actually was working as a journalist at the time and I was writing about internet trends and all these hot guy accounts started popping up, like hot guys drinking coffee and hot guys reading and I was like, oh, I wonder if there's a dog one. And there wasn't. So I was like, I got to jump on this. <laughs> and it's doing well. It's got over 459,000 followers. Now, here we go. <laughs> Wait for it. This is a guy who saw your account and went, I well, need to be a part of it. And I said, no, 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 no. It just so happens that I have a dog. So I'm at least halfway there, uh, Kaylin. Uh, I have a dog. I, I, would, I may not describe myself as a hot dude, but I'm not ugly. So if you need you, another one. From be me, honest. Mm-hmm. You've checked out the guys and you went, I'm I better looking I can, than I half I can make of the them. Cut. Yeah, I can make the cut. No. We'll see. You can submit one. We'll see if you make it on the account. Oh, that doesn't sound very encouraging, but I will. Uh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're gonna do guys submit themselves? Um, yeah, a lot of people do submit themselves, or they'll say a friend, <laughs> a friend um, yeah. said I should apply for the account. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do that. Classic. I'll say a friend. <laughs> that's a classic, isn't it? What yeah. photo are you going to go with? You're going to go with the topless because a lot of these guys are, you know, like topless. Yeah. They're doing something cute with their pet. Someone going skiing. Mm. Uh, I don't think I'll go topless. I think that takes away from the hot <laughs> part of it. Okay. Yeah, so probably fully clothed. Maybe not even see my face. Maybe more of my dog. I'll work on it and I'll get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> so do you find that um, with this account that girls, you've mainly got women following it, right, getting in, getting involved, or is there a lot of gay men who follow your account? Like what's, yeah, what's the spread? Yeah, I'd say it's probably like, 80% women, mm. and then the other 20% is probably gay guys. Mm. I'm trying to go through. What is the most common dog at the moment? Because w- this is what we're doing. So we're getting people, obviously, to date through, uh, I guess, judging the pet and going, that would that would be a type of dog that I would really get along well with. What is the sort of most common breed that you're finding now? 
Um, I know the doodles are like super popular. Doodles. I see a lot of golden retrievers, <laughs> mm-hmm. huskies, a lot of labs. I, I think a, those are probably the most common yeah. dogs, German shepherds. I have a border collie. Oh, those are so cute. Hey. Okay, back. you can be on the account. No. <laughs> do you know what I do you know what I've loved is that you've got a photo and it's like a it's a hot guy with its pet and you're like with its dog and you're like, Yeah, of course, that's cute. And then you click on it and the dog has an account and the dog has a mummy owner and that's all the photos are. Uh. It doesn't normally include the guy. Yeah, there's a lot of um, girlfriends that will send in submissions for their boyfriends. Yeah, <laughs> I can understand that. I would want to see my hubby up there. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. But it's a flag if a guy has an account, account that they run for their pet. A guy wouldn't really care if a girl did it, but uh, from you girls, if you <gasps> met a guy and he's like, hey, follow me on Insta. Oh, by the way, you can follow my dog as well. And then you saw he'd stage all of these things of their dogs dressed up in outfits and stuff. Mm. I know some guys that have, like, the adventure accounts with their dogs that are pretty cool. So I think that's a good spin. If you're a guy, then you want a dog account. They're on a boat with them, and they're, like, skiing. There's some of those that you kind of, like... You're going camping. Yeah, that's Mm. different because that's, like, you know what? I want to do this stuff, but I can't live without my best friend. And you go, oh, yeah, But if they're at a cafe and they say, hashtag (laughs) Puppuccino, red flag. Maybe that's a red red flag. That that might be. (laughs) In surgery. Yeah. Well, hey, check this out. Uh, Hot dudes with dogs on Instagram. Um, And if you want to be part of our Must Love Pets dating segment, um, anyone can get involved. doesn't have to be a dog. It can be any pet at all. Make sure you go to b105.com.au. Kaylin, thank you so much for your time this morning. Yeah, thanks for having me. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Hello, all you city chicks. Here are some handy hints from the Country Women's Association. I found this book I was going through old things and it's my uh, mum brought it up and it's dated from 1973. Okay. And like you just heard, it's from the Country Women Association and they've they've written handy hints that they know so that city folks can get on with their life because those girls are a little bit hopeless. Mm-hmm. Sorry, let me rephrase that. Us girls are a little bit hopeless. Right. Are they still around the city? Yeah, they are. They've all got to make the best cakes. Cat does gigs for them. They do them at, oh. like, at the Ecker. Mm. If you go and visit them, oh, they're scones. Apparently the secret is lemonade. That's right. Don't tell anyone that no. I told you. I just remember their halls everywhere in Gladstone. That would be where all, everyone would have their 18ths and their 21st. Oh, yeah. You know, it was, you know it was going to be a big party when someone goes, hide out the CWA hole. Oh, like, oh, we're the on. The foreword is a bit interesting because, like I said, it was printed in July 1973. Mm-hmm. And this is not a reprint. This is it. And it said, although we're living in an era of computer and electronic devices, the knowledge conveyed by the handy hint can be a great value for many situations of everyday living. Mm. Electronics right. yeah. in the 70s? TV yeah. and stuff. I think Got they are talking about radios. radios. T- they had TVs. Uh, yeah. In 1973. Yeah, I know, but it, I wouldn't call it a computer. The computer is what yeah. threw me. Well, computers mm. were starting then. And mm. you got to remember, at the time, the first computer, they look at that the way we look at an iPhone now. Like, mm. they would have been like, wow, this is insane. So there's a few ones that they can pass on. Some of them are a little bit like, uh, not really, a bit patronising. But here's one. They've got a whole section on camping and holidays. Because that's important to take your family in. Yes, that's what I thought. And we didn't do this, Mm. and we should have. But when you've caught a fish, 
and we didn't expect to. We didn't have all our fishing stuff, remember? Yeah. We only had the line. Um, you should get bottle tops nailed to a piece of wood that makes an effective fish scaler. Oh, oh and there's plenty of bottle tops. Always <laughs> <laughs> oh, is when you go camping. What about when you, they say that you should have a washing day while you travel? Put the soiled linen in a plastic pail or small garbage tin with a tightly fitted lid. Half fill it with hot water and detergent, wedge firmly in the corner of a caravan, mm. and the movement while travelling will agitate the clothes, <laughs> yep. rinse them at the end of the journey, and voila! Brilliant. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. Yeah. You ever my, heard of that one? My grandma was telling me when I visited her on the holidays how she, she was from a little town in North Queensland, Home Hill. She said, I was the first woman in town to have an electronic agitator. It's like, what's that? And it was like a washing machine. So they used to have, you know, the mm. big yeah. big sinks, they would have the big concrete ones. Mm. They used to drop them in and have to turn it by hand. And Grandma was the first one in the whole town where you put it in and plug it in and it would just agitate itself in the sink. <laughs> she was like, oh, I was... It's quite the lady. Everyone was very jealous you must of her. Must have passed down the family, and you guys are the original agitators. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, how's this one for candles? This is not a bad tip. Mm. Refrigerate candles for twenty-four hours before cutting the cake, and they will burn without dripping. Oh, it's not bad. Yeah, really? that's, where that's does it go? A, it just doesn't melt because it's cold. No, it says it still burns. It just doesn't drip, drip on the cake. Down. Because that's, uh, I mean, a living nightmare, all that wax on the cake. It is, though. If you want to yeah. sing, if someone, you know, you want to start the birthday again, the birthday song again, because the kids just had a tantrum because they blew out the candles and not in your household. No. Yeah, in our household. Yeah. you got to keep, re- it's like every kid lines up to blow them oh, out. Oh, it's not your birthday. Oh, but okay, no worries. We'll do it again. <laughs> Spittle over the cake. Oh, well. We all got COVID, so it's all good. Uh, meat, this is one. Don't freeze immediately after killing. For Lucky. better texture and tenderness, <laughs> hang before packaging. Yes. Meat can be cooked in a f- in the frozen piece, but allow extra cooking time. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> a good yeah. handy hints. I didn't know that. I've yeah. just been killing it and eating it. <laughs> yeah, and do you know how to remove an insect from the ear stuff? Uh, nope. Well, let the Country Women's Association tell you how. Mm. To remove an insect from the ear, hold a torch close to the ear, and the insect will come out towards the light. Makes sense. They, Did you know that? They go straight for my fluoro on my back deck. Mm-hmm. So it would be the same sort of thing. I just didn't it? know we get insects so much in our ears. Well, you would in the country, I guess. All the yeah, flies and, and the stuff. fly screens. Yeah. Not really a thing. Yeah. There you go. After I hope you've you killed some. the animal, tends to attract the insects. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Our scales are complex. I'll, I'll admit that. And I just thought that we would leave some things at high school. The high school mentality, do you mm. know, to like mean girls and competition. I like to believe that we'd leave that at high school, but it doesn't happen. And you know that I always say that I don't want to say that a little girl's beautiful, even mm. though she is, because I want don't her tell to her have that. Give don't, her <laughs> inflated ego. No, I'm just saying. I feel like when you do that, that girls learn to compete through looks. You know what I mean? Like, oh, she's beautiful. I want to be beautiful. And I'm like, no, learn another skill. You know, run fast or be. Mm. Great at reading. Ugly, but she's quick. No, have something that you can improve on, you know what Mm. I mean? Rather than just have all this value into looks. Your right hook is amazing, (laughs) darling. Exactly. (laughs) Focus on that. But I just, this all came about because. I, I, I do feel like when you went to school, there was so much comparing and you wanted to have the best clothes. Like I remember that casual day was a big ordeal where I can't remember mm, my brothers too. being so mm. hectic about it. Mm. Maybe they are. But I wanted to get the tinsel jeans. 
Remember the tinsel jeans? Does anyone remember no. the tinsel jeans? Oh, there was a new fabric that came out and there were a type of jeans. Mm-hmm. And it, did it have like a glittery sort of nah, 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 nah. look through it? Was, it? No, no, it was just like a thin one. And I wanted to have those with it, with a belt and I had to have a crop top on going to a Catholic school. But it was going to be like, it, it was just the lead up to it. Mm. It was so stressful. Jeans West is where you would have got them, right? Yeah, or just was... jeans when they were like in their prime. And I just remember it cost my parents a lot of money oh, right. for this one day. Mm. And, and they like had now. to take the gold coin at but the same time. I didn't notice that, you know, my dad had lost his job. Like, well, I didn't care. Mm. I just wanted the best jeans that I possibly could because, yeah, who cares about bills? <laughs> and I thought, that's silly, leaving it all in the past. Until my nana, who is 90... She's the one that I accidentally bought an adult toy for. It was in a uh, flower arrangement, not just poking out a flower arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could, it's ripe. It was called the Vibe Bundle, mm. and you had like it, it was it, it, yeah, uh, yeah, had all sorts of things. And one of the things it had was a Vibe anyway, yeah, so. Daisies and a Doodle, I think they called it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mismarking opportunity. But she has gone into assisted living. So it's not a retirement village, but they, they cook there for her. She's got her own place. Mm. She'll look after that, but they're there if they needed it. Okay. She's independent. Mm. And having a conversation with her, I was like, oh, my God, what? She's like, oh, it's lovely. And, oh, there's a, there's a new lady that's moved into it. Mm. It's a new lady that's moved into it. Her furniture's very nice. Tell you what, she's got some very nice clothes. She does actually look quite fashionable. Oh. She does. I was actually really quite. I was talking to a couple of the guys, and now that she's moved in, um, they all they all talk to her. She is very attractive. I can understand that. And I was like, Is she younger too? Yeah. Uh, yeah. She she's five years younger, but she does have health problems. <laughs> <laughs> she has more health problems than me. Poor dear. Poor dear. She's not as independent. But yeah. Poor dear. She's got very the attractive. <laughs> I was like, ninety-year-old women mm. are still comparing. Who's got the best genes? Well, I think it comes down to the same, the same sort of thing is that in high school, you didn't have any other cares. And when you're in a retirement home, you know. She's not paying the bills, is she? You've got to, you've got to find something to occupy your time. For her. And it's that bitch that just moved in four doors down. But she's lovely. Well, of course she's lovely Health through problems. gritted teeth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's got, your, your nan's already picked out what furniture she's going to take when that one pops off. <laughs> all, the, all the men are talking to her. Mm. There's some nice men here. No, I mean, not like that, Abby. Not mm. like that. Not like that. I don't need that. Like you that. gave me that. I don't that. need that. Okay. I'm just saying, mm. nice, nice. They, they dress well. They dress well. They're polite. In reverse, then. hat on Sundays. <laughs> if they get jealous when women come in, do they get excited when they die? Like, oh, there's one less woman to compete with. But not openly. I don't think. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stab Abby and Matt. Thank you, guys. Very much appreciate it. Do good. Good Lord, good Lord, good Lord. Hey, if um, you need a bit of a hand with something or you know someone who needs a hand, we would love to help them out. Uh, go to our website, b105.com.au. Let us know your situation. And um, we can't fix all problems. No. But what we can do is just take a bit of pressure off people. Well, we know how tough people are doing it. And uh, we have Melita and Christopher. Hey, guys. Hello. Hi, how are you going? Now, I know this is really hard for you, so I'm going to read out a letter that, um, Melita, you did write to us on behalf of um, your husband, Christopher, um, and yourself. So I'm just going to read it out. It says... Our mum, Diane, uh, passed away on November the 5th from a massive heart attack. It was very sudden and obviously unexpected. Mum and dad were married for 55 years and he is struggling as we all are with the sudden loss. Dad has a few things that he does need help with and we're really wondering if you know anyone who could possibly donate their time to help us with a few things. 
He is needing in front of the house washed. He needs the concrete driveway cleaned off with a gurney. It's quite long driveway and Dad has a bad back and is unable to do this himself. We are all trying to help Dad as much as possible with the daily visits, the calls, helping with meals and other arrangements since Mum has passed away. But these larger jobs are harder uh, for us to do, juggling with our full-time work and the kids. Dad has done so much for the community with volunteering for Meals and Wills and many other community networks. It would be so great to be able to give a little back to Dad in this really, really sad time. We appreciate your time for reading it. Now, Christopher, that was... That's your mum who, who passed away. How are, you, how are you coping? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you have ups and down days. Um, mm. uh, you can be quite fine one minute and then the next minute just a wave of emotions can come over you. Um, it can be just, yeah, it just, it's, it's really difficult to have and to deal with it um, because it was such a sudden thing. Sudden. Sounds like your mum was not just sort of his rock, but a backbone to the family. 100%. She was the one, she's like the glue that kept the family together. And yeah, she just did, uh, she loved, loved the family so much. Um, you know, she's, she's written diaries for the last 28 years. Um, and dad is going through those diaries at the moment, reliving some memories. Yeah, and it's really hard, yeah. Dad's dad's struggling. I can imagine. I mean, 55 years together, that's your that's your entire... Yeah. For them to be able to be married, you know, and, and in love for that long, mm. it's not taking each other for granted, but you always just think that you're going to have each other. So he's got yeah. to grieve the loss of his soulmate. But like you said, it's, it's a hard thing because life just goes on. Yeah. That you still need to just do the mundane chores... And it's a and it's a struggle. I, I'm guessing for him and also for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's at the moment just struggling to just find enough in the day to keep himself busy without yeah. reverting back to thinking about not having mum there. Yeah. And the, and he's got a bad back as well. So it's yeah. It's it's just even, even just doing the peeling of the veggies or trying to vacuum the house. It, it can lay him up for a while and he's mm. had a bad back for such a long time and but normally mum would be there to pick up the slack um, to sort of step in and do stuff when dad couldn't but he doesn't have that now. Well even I heard when he said he needs his um, driveway gurney, he's like I need mine gurney too and I can't be stuffed doing it so yeah I can't fully get it. <laughs> it must be hard for you guys though because you are grieving yourself, yeah. you are and to then have to help him with those and to be honest everyone is busy, you must constantly feel like you've added in another thing to your day that you want to be there for him to do it, but you're, you're struggling to, like you said, with your kids and full-time work. Stuff. Yeah, the whole family has been <clears throat> trying to pitch in and help Dad as best they can, but everyone's working, everyone's got kids, and we just try and touch base with Dad every day because he's just, he's just lonely and he's just, you know, trying to find a purpose every day because he's just, yeah. just so lost. You know, we still have to work, and it means that, you know, during the day when dad's looking for something to do we can't always just take a phone call or mm. um you know just have a chat through the day and it makes it hard so you know we make sure that we call we try and call every single night um to you know just see how his day was going and just you know just a general check-in to make sure he's okay and things like that well um we did a little drive by past dad's house to take a look 
and we also had a look at the stuff that, um, you know, Melita, you told us that he really needed help with. Yeah. Um, and we have organised something. We know that the, the house, you know, from the street, it, it's a little run down, needs a bit of a clean. So Spruce Up Painting, great local business here in Brisbane. They said they're going to come along and it's going to happen today. So um, they're on their way to the house right now. They're going to high-pressure clean the whole house yeah. and they're going to clean that driveway. So the driveway will look pretty much brand new. The whole thing will be done and dusted today. Wow. No, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, doesn't stop there either because the inside maintenance gets pretty hard as well. Made to match. Um, they're going to come inside the house. They're going to clean the whole house for your dad. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Um, and they're doing that clean today, by the way, so he's going to have a very busy house today. <laughs> <laughs> Every fortnight from today, for the next three months, they've oh, said wow. it would be their absolute honour to come in and keep the house nice and clean. Oh, thank Rain. you so much. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Thank you. Oh, no, so he's not one of those lot. people that has to clean up before the cleaner gets there. <laughs> no, but I keep saying you say this on today. It sounds like Graham wants to spread it out over time so he's got more to do. So I don't know. I'll tell no, him not to be today. efficient, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and finally, you know, he's gone from having a, a wonderful woman for 55 years who's looked after him and kept him well fed. Um, Harris Farm are providing ready-made meals for Graham. Um, as well as a $200 voucher for Harris Farm grocery and delivery service into the future so he can keep himself well-fed, have a nice meal and enjoy his nice, tidied-up house. Oh, thank you. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Thank you so much. We want to be able to help out Graham, but it's also helping out you guys, yeah. you know, because we, we just want to take some pressure off everyone so you've actually got that time to be able to grieve. Thank you. Thank you so much. It means it really does mean a lot. The generosity of the community for mum and dad, it really mean, does mean a lot to everybody. That's awesome. And thank you to everyone involved. It's yeah. amazing. Thank you. Now, we're just glad that we could um, help you out a little bit. And if there's anyone that's listening that maybe themselves or they know someone that needs some help, go to b105.com.au and let us know. It, it, it's lovely to meet you guys. Thank you no very much. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. I thought she was going to win. Yeah, yeah, she was. Everyone did. I thought so. Um, she joins redo, us this morning. Redo. <laughs> hey, Poe is on the air. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. I'm that person where people always think I'm going to win things, and then I don't. Oh, <laughs> yeah, actually. I'm Shannon Noll, <laughs> what, what are you doing here? Uh, Pick the scab there. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but isn't it nice when you go on a show like this? Because, you know, with some of the reality shows and, you know, um, uh, cooking shows, I guess, you don't see your real self. So isn't it nice when you go on a show like this and you can, everyone can see the whole you and still love you and still be a favourite? Isn't that rewarding? It is so nice. I loved everything about it anyway, but um, I didn't quite expect how much to get as much love as I did. Um, I honestly got probably one weird bit of mail, but apart from that, everyone seemed so lovely. What's a weird bit of mail? What did they say? And I apologise. <laughs> um, this woman wrote to my agent and said... <laughs> Can we please get this idiot off telly? <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> we don't like her. Um, 
And um, I think he wrote, he actually wrote back and said, sorry, sorry to disappoint you, but hopefully it's just going on the up and up. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> it, like that. annoying it, for her because once you go on this show, you tend to get more television shows that are centred yeah. around you, hey? I know your motivation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, he, we, I don't, we're not usually that obnoxious, but, you know, he was, so. <laughs> you're carrying it back. You're carrying it back. Um, carrying it back, yeah. yeah. We learnt a lot about you while you were on the show, Shazza, and uh, one of the main things, <laughs> uh, Shaggy, uh, was that you are an amazing drawer. Oh, thanks. Yeah, so that's my background. I actually lived off my art uh, right up to when I went on MasterChef the first time, and part of my income is still derived from making art. Right. So, yeah, you'd hope that I was half good at it. <laughs> he called you Shazza, by the way, because that you, you used to call yourself Sharon for a long time, right? I did, yeah. So, um, yeah, I was actually, my mum and dad gave me the name from when I was born um, because in Malaysia, everyone has an English name, like mum's Christina, dad's Stephen. Mm. But then when I was 24, I just, um, my ex at the time was like, hey, why don't you go back to your Chinese? That's so pretty. And I go, no, I can't do that now. I'm like 24. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, come on, let's do it. And um, at the time, he made this short film that I was in and it won this award and it kind of just started it. Mm. He called it Po Ling. And then in the credits, he wrote Acted by Poling. And then it, that's how it started. And everyone loved it and latched onto it really quickly. Are you sure Are you sure he didn't like your... Um, it wasn't that he liked Poe, he just hated Sharon? <laughs> <laughs> that, I think that was actually part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anyone in your life that still calls you Sharon then? Yeah, my mum does it occasionally, funnily enough. When you're in trouble? I don't know what it is. She just, she just calls me Sharon. It's, it's usually people that I've known for, like in the family more mm. than friends. Friends have just, like, been really malleable and changed changed me right away. But, yeah, I found out that it wasn't on my birth certificate, and I thought, oh, I might, I might just did Sharon, actually. There is, there is interesting when people find out what their real name was, was on their um, marriage certificate, because some people don't know, because when I do marriages, it's a marriage celebrant, and they've got to give it to them. And I said, you need to go with what's on your birth certificate, and a lot of them are surprised because oh. they've never gone by it. Oh. And they're like, but I don't really want that. At my wedding, because uh-huh. that's not what I go by. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. it's it's often, like, different surnames that they might have had changed growing up and no one realises. Mm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, so what next, then, Poe? You've got a TV show locked in, surely. I can't speak definitely, but um, hopefully there's another season of Smackmasters on Channel 9. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, lots of things I can't talk about yet, but there's always stuff in the pipeline. There's got to be a, a, a TV show with one of your ex-jungle mates, Poe and Bo, do something together. Yeah, cooking without salt. No, that's not happening. <laughs> you couldn't do a cooking show with Bo because by the time you finished everything, he would have eaten it. Yeah, that's true. But there would be no need for a bin. <laughs> that's true. <Yeah. laughs> was that was he legit with the walkout or was that... that I don't know. It felt like it had a bit of producer. You feel like he was only signed on up it. for a couple of weeks or yeah. a, a, a few oh days? Oh my gosh, no way. No, he was completely real. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we were all really. Because um, it felt like he'd been brewing for a few days. But, mm. you know, Bo's quite um, poker faced about things. And I thought we weren't sure whether he was just um, not putting it on, but we didn't realise how bad it had gotten in his head. Mm. 
So no, that was that was for real. We were like walking on the fire and all that stuff. That was all real. Who just reminds me of a guy that gets really hangry. Oh, 100 percent. Mm. Yeah, I was like, nah, I can't do this. Yeah, it's, it's a legitimate illness. There, there's two, there's two <laughs> things. They need to look into it. People, people talk, always talk about the hangriness, but no one ever talks about being um, hangmotional, and that is even worse than being hangry. Yeah, where you oh, no, I'll take all sad. of it. That, yeah, the sad. You know, I get sad. Give me chips or I'm going to cry. <laughs> like I'm never going to eat again, Poe. I feel like I've had my last meal and that's it. I'm just going to die hungry. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't really get that, I don't think. Mm. Yeah. Well, you cook for a living, so there's always that's food true. around you. <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, but I, but I eat very simply at home. I'm a real, yeah, I, I don't actually cook stuff. I like really simple tasting things. Yeah, you don't want to bring your work home weird. with you. But it's always yeah. interesting when you have that with, you know, chefs and you've you've cooked all night and mm. you have the most extravagant yeah. meals and then you mm. go home and have a bowl of cereal. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. right. Yep. Shagger agrees. <laughs> uh, hey, Poe, lovely to watch you on the show. Looking forward to seeing what is next for you. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. It's back Sunday night from 7.30 on 10. Uh, Poe, great to chat. Great. Great to chat to you guys too. Thanks so much for having me. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Box Monday, you can play 10 grand on the line. Uh, the answer is I scream, you, you scream, scream, we, we all, all scream, scream for, for cake. I... Well, it's an ice, ice cream, cream cake. cake. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Genius. Shared a close relationship with humans. Express these basic instincts. Mm, they say that pets know things, mm. you know, animals know things. And that's what I want to hear, 131060. What did your pet know before you do? Yeah. And I was saying this because we are doing Must Love Pets. So you get to date someone else who's single and just choose them via the pet that they've got. Now, mm. we will not judge any pet. We've said that. We did say if you're a fair owner, apparently you can't own them in here in Queensland. No, so we judge that. It would be illegal. But other yeah. than that, fair it away. Yeah, any other animal, mm. uh, please go to b105.com.au. Because I was saying, would you still date someone if your pet didn't like them? Mm. Like, if they came over and your pet was really sort of like, no, no, no way, would you go, well, there's something about them? Mm-hmm. Because my pet is my family, and I don't really want to date someone that they don't like because they know things. And I always find this fascinating. I don't know if it's rumours that if there is a nursing home pet, you know, sometimes they have a cat or a dog that mm. lives there. Mm. And apparently the dog goes and stays with one person in, like you know, especially, and then they're the next one to pass away. <laughs> but what um, if, do you I, if you're alive? No, 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 no. You'd shoot them away, wouldn't you? You'd well, get, out of, get out of here! No, lock the door. That's the death dog. I don't want it in here. There you go. It was Oscar the cat. Oh, so it's a true story. Yeah, it's a true story. Oscar the cat lived at uh, a steer house nursing home rehabilitation centre, and he knows who's going to die. He wanders the halls of the centre. He stops by patients who have the shortest amount of time to live. In the last five years, Oscar has correctly predicted at least fifty deaths. No, I'm with you. You wouldn't want it. No, that's that's. <laughs> that's what a cute cat. Come here, give us... Oh, bleh. You're going to stay away from popcorn t- chow meow now even more. That cat, <laughs> that cat is going to be the death, death of me. Yeah. That's why it's costing everything. Yeah, but you know, they see things on a different realm than us, and they you know, they don't, they don't see colours. They see different spectrums and stuff, so maybe they've got a, a sixth you, sense. Here we go. Do you think dogs can see ghosts? I don't know. Last time um, Gussie read my tarot cards, he was way off. <laughs> Still waiting for that new romance he promised me. Yeah. Um, but, you know, birds fly away long before a storm comes, that kind of thing, you know. Ants are always busy before the rain. Yeah. If you ever see, you know, all the animals running in that direction, you run in that direction because there's probably a tsunami or something coming. 
Uh, sounds, <laughs> it's a good I, motto in life. Yeah. Not sure I'm going to take that advice. Especially yeah, when he sees run, the you deer. A, you see the deer running at Indrapilly. Is yeah. that where follow, it is? Follow him. No, Mount uh, Ormany. Mount Ormany. Yeah. yeah, they were just running around the place. Did you get out the car and start running? <laughs> yeah, I, did. I stopped right on the Western Freeway. <laughs> Didn't even turn the hazards on. Just chased them straight across the DFO car well, park. Maybe it could be as severe as that, but maybe it is just that your pet didn't like whoever you were dating and yep. you didn't, you worked out that they weren't a very nice person. It could happen. I'm seeing, mm. I don't know. I think what you got to remember is if an animal doesn't like someone, if you've raised that animal, it's just a reflection of you. Really. It's like children, you know, when you have horrible children, you just only think they're horrible because they're your fault. Mm. Is it mm. the same with an animal? It's very deep. It's true. Thanks. I'm not sure if mine is psychic, actually, because um, when Maddie came over, he really liked him. Well, that's a reflection of you. <laughs> there you go. Love <laughs> you too, buddy. <laughs> you say you don't like him, but deep yeah. down. I just want to hump your leg. <laughs> and you can. Dreams can come true. <laughs> come on. I? Get over it. You've been a good, a good boy. Who's a good boy? Ella in Rushdale South. Uh, is your pet a psychic? Um, I think so. What do you got? I have a coastal carpet python. Oh, a psychic snake. And what did it yeah. what did it know before you did? So she knew I was pregnant before I did. The snake knew about the snake. What eh? did she did she tell <laughs> did she tell you? What did she do? <laughs> so pretty much when we would handle her, she would like wrap herself around like a belt and mm-hmm. she would sit her head on my belly. Aww. Wow. I think animals yeah, do know that kind I of thing. I wonder if it was warmer. Maybe. <laughs> probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. It's probably hear the heart. Only every time I held her. She would only sit there, but if my partner, she would like wrap around her, his arms and mm. his head, but yeah, my belly. So oh, it was wow. your it was your snake, Ella, not his snake. No, no, my partner's snake. Yeah. Mm. Okay. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm only asking because it's you? unusual you? for a girl to have a pet snake. Oh, really? Yeah, so, no, I don't think so. No, no I thought you were trying to make another snake. one as well. Yeah, yeah. We did have three, but we never got two. Mm. Yeah, Britney Spears had a snake. Sna- I don't think she owned that staff. <laughs> <laughs> Saying it's not unusual. Hey, Brett. <laughs> Britney, hey, how are you guys? Good man. What did your pet know? Uh, my pet knows I, I suffer from mental health, and he knows when I'm about to hit a depression state or an anxiety attack comes on. Mm. Yeah, just comes over and gets over affectionate. And, Puts his paw on me or no. nudges me or puts his chin on my uh, leg. That must help, <laughs> Brett. Oh, uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's such a, it's such a uh, I live by myself too, so yeah, it's yeah. really good to have him around. And I guess that's, you know, with a lot of different assistant dogs. Yeah, care of dogs and that. Yeah, kind of they, are that, they are that companion mm. and he just knows you so well. Yeah, he's um, full Arab cross black Kelpie, so... Mm. Stav should, yeah, stab good dog. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It they sounds can like you got a bird in the background that wants to be a pet too, Brett. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Cool. That's my crow follows me everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're going okay. Good on you, buddy. Tanika, hi. We're asking if uh, your pet knew something before you did. Yes, uh, my cat actually knew that I was pregnant before I did. Mm, how? What did it do? So um, I was sitting down for breakfast uh, early one morning and she is not an affectionate cat. Like, she doesn't like to be patted or anything like that. No and cats are, Tanika. I know. She, she was very <laughs> not affectionate. So this one morning she came, she sat on my belly 
And I was like, that's weird. And then she started licking it. And I was like, oh, that's strange. Get off kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I like affection, but not that much. <laughs> so I pushed her off. And then that night I was like, oh, I can't feel a bit weird. Did a pregnancy test. And sure enough, it was positive. Wow. But she sat on my stomach for nine months straight. Didn't move. Wow. How was she when yeah. the bubs came? Um, she didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was just yeah. keeping it in. Classic. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Yeah, the children are still at home next. Not this Monday coming, but the Monday after. Mm. School opens up. Aren't they having a big meeting about it as soon as Grace Grace gets Gets out of isolation? Yeah, well, I think what they're trying to work out at the moment is school definitely won't start until then, but like in New South Wales, they're handing out rats left, right and centre for Mm. teachers and students. So that's what they're trying to work out. So I think they'll be saying what the rules will be in isolation and close contacts, etc. So you're saying that the the education department are driving around all pharmacies at the moment, seeing what they can buy up? (laughs) They've got got a rat stack. Do they? There'd be be a rat room. It has been hard, though, being delayed by two weeks, and Mm. I know some private schools are doing it next week online. Yeah, because you get more bang for your buck. If you were paying 20 grand a year, you'd be like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can look after them. Um, So it's going to be my little one's first year at prep, which Mm. is exciting and also very sad that she's not going to be my little Bobby anymore. Who's going to cry more, you or Esther? Oh, of course it will be me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But um, Xander, our middle child... Who he, I feel bad because hmm. he so gets treated like a middle child. Oh, um, no, you're just saying that because you were the middle. Yeah. <laughs> and I was discarded. <laughs> and no one ever cared what I was doing Aww. until <laughs> I was doing the wrong thing. And then all of a sudden they would tell me about it, wouldn't Which they? exactly how you treat Xander. That is so true. I do have a little soft spot for that boy. Every time Esther's getting up him, I'm like, come here, son. Yeah. <laughs> well like, done. You always don't get caught next time. <laughs> Let's get something. Yeah. We have this we have this thing where he says, Mum's my favourite, and he turns to me and winks at me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, yeah, I don't have a favourite either. Wink back. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I I ordered his school books. Um and I do this all the time with him. I forget how old he is. Mm. So I went online, left it to the last minute as you do. And it was actually, that's the only good thing about school being delayed is that, because I hadn't organised the school books after I told Esther I would, quickly jumped onto this website. It's called Sequel or something that does the whole list. Yeah. You just yeah. order that they pack it and they it's send like school it. school stuff. It's the other one that we, we do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they send it to your house. And I was like, sick, ordered it. Oh, it's going to turn up, no worries. Two-week delay for school, perfect. And then I thought, I'll go track the order. Mm. And when I tracked it to see where it was at, I'd ordered year two books. Which mm. is what he was in? He's in year three this year. But it's confusing. It says what year and it's like... I know. That's what I thought. I was like, he's in year two. But no, I had to order year three. Yeah. And the other day, someone asked how old Xander was. um, And I said, oh, he's six turning seven. And even Eden, my four-year-old, goes, no, he's not. He's seven turning eight. I just keep forgetting... Uh, what year he's going Maybe into. with all the postal delays, um, by the time the books get here, there will be year three books. Yeah, well, that uh, would be handy. Is there, there would be a few things that would be different. Like the, the, I think they get an update atlas or something in that year. Yeah, and they get all their little workbooks for that particular yeah, it's year. Yeah, set for that year. Yeah. So yeah. it's not too different. Yeah, I think it would be. Well, well I, Rory got headphones and stuff in hers yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's Computer weird. studies. Yeah. Well. Um, but I, what I wanted to do is just ask anyone listening on 131060, can you make me feel better? 
You know when you have those conversations and you say something that you've done that makes you look like a really bad parent and then someone else joins in and uh, they say bad yes, parent? Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, we're both bad parents. So two wrongs make a right. <laughs> I love it when there's a student free day and some yes, parents some parents take them. Mm. And you go, oh, that's okay. I'll do the same. <laughs> and I only get excited because you guys know that I have never done a casual day for my kids. You always forget the free Well, because I have to put out the clothes and I always forget about it. So mm. they always rock up with their uniform Uniforms. on. And it's just, it's a shame when you see them coming towards you and they've got their uniform on and you go, oh, I'm so sorry, guys. Mm. It's the but other- hey, we saved a dollar. <laughs> It's for charity, Mum. No, that's right. A big one that that. I think every parent's done at one stage or another, and it's worst because it's visible and it's not permanent, but you can see a mistake for a while. It's when you forget to put sunscreen on them on your watch. Oh, yeah. Isn't that bad? It's all right when it's your wife. Yeah, that's fine. But it's you. It's you. I reckon this hates... My my kid hasn't got um, a a school bag because I ordered the uniform late and everything's out of stock. So he hasn't mm. got a school bag and he's only got one shirt. That's not your fault. That's no, the supply chain. No, that's Febreze. I'm going to be spraying that every day. <laughs> get, a, um, get, get, get another school's uniform and just say, that's, uh, they just swapped it when I ordered yeah. it because they didn't have any. <laughs> I've, I've been to pick Eden up from daycare before Yeah. and the iPad wouldn't let me sign her out. And the director was like, oh, the iPad must be broken. Uh-huh. So I went out into the play area and I said, where's Eden? And her educator goes, she doesn't come today. I was like, oh, you're right. So I turned around and walked out. And I said to the, the lady the, um, who's running the joint, I said, why didn't you say that when I was doing the iPad? She goes, I for a second thought that Eden was meant to be here and she wasn't. <laughs> Do they so, let you take another kid? Because you can't go home if no, you're handed. I took two. Yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Party into the final. Kokonakas and Kyrgios, they've done it. The special K's are through <laughs> to an all-Aussie final. I'm getting into the tennis for the first time. I never used to watch it until Ooh. my son started to play it because it just wasn't a sport that was on my radar. I thought it was yeah. a bit boring. So it's a great I've, sport, tennis. Yeah. I've started to get into it now. I know how to do the scoring for it. And <laughs> I have enjoyed watching uh, Nick Kyrgios mm. and Kokonaka. So I think they've been amazing um, playing the doubles together. Mm-hmm. But it, I, I didn't realise for p- maybe purist... People that have watched tennis for a long time are like, no, that's not how they play. Because if, if you have... Court. <laughs> they're showmen, I think. I mean, you don't normally get... Um, it's normally in soccer that you'd get them running up to each other and, you know, doing the chest pump and, you know, winding up the crowd mm. and uh, maybe arguing with the umpire. Mm. You would sort of have it in different sports and I'd be used to seeing it in the crowd when I go to the football, but not really at the tennis because it's always... Quiet, please. Quiet, please. So there's been people that are really outraged by it mm. and they've been asked saying, well, we, you know, what, what's more important to you? And they've even said the atmosphere is more important to right. them. Nick and Thanasi, you're through to the Australian Open doubles final. Yes. Did you ever think Rod Lever, Rod Lever Arena could sound this good? Oh, man. <laughs> this, this week with Thanasi and playing in front of you, nothing... Nothing beats this. Uh, this is insane. So. Do you guys see this as the future of tennis? Do you see that's where we're going? There's a whole different fan base we're trying to bring to the sport. Do you see this as being the future? It has to be. I hope so. I hope so. I think the energy we've created this week, having you guys support doubles, hopefully we can pack it out again. It was unbelievable. Thank you. If you're listening to that and you're thinking they're booing, mm. they're not. There's no. a new thing that they've started doing, which is... From the soccer. Yeah. 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 You're, not, oh, you're not happy, are you? I don't like it. Why? Nah. 
because it's a little bit of fun. It's against tradition. And I, I, watch, oh, I must but say, but you don't like the big bash. And I when must, you go to the big no. bash, I have to say, our sound guy Adrian here, yeah. he also does the music at, at the big bash, and they are it's like a DJ. Set, it isn't is. It? It's amazing. They've got the fireworks. The kids like it. It's brought cricket to a new generation. But you don't like it. It's not that I don't like the big bash. I don't like what it's doing, and I, I know that a lot of um, uh, cricketers agree with me. Uh, it's ruining Test match cricket, and you can see that in the last Ashes. None of the England players know how to occupy a crease for longer than 20 minutes anymore, and that's because they go out there and they tonk away in the big bash, and it's ruined the traditional form of the game. I was listening to uh, another person talking about this, because it is sort of On the, the ABC or something? Yeah. And, yeah, um, here we go. <laughs> but I felt... What did they say about it? Did no. they say that it's just not tennis? They said it's not tennis. It's but... disrespectful, isn't it? Yeah, they said that a bit too. But I felt really bad for him, because it was one of those ones where if you came in halfway through the chat you would be writing a very strongly worded email to the ABC because he said that he thinks it started when (laughs) he said this wouldn't have happened if they didn't let the colours in. Because when it was all white, tennis was fine, Uh, and then they let the colours in, and that's ruined the game. And I was like, dude, what are you talking about? But you used to only be able to wear white on white. And yeah. Wimbledon, I think, is the only place you still have to wear white on white. So, yeah. uh, but then they let you wear uniforms, and that's where it's slowly created. It's happy Gilmoreing the sport of, of tennis. What's and if they do it that? to golf. But it's, bring, it's bringing the crowds in. Hmm. And I, I mean, I kind of understand some people saying it's disrespectful for the other team mm-hmm. mates because you could see them getting angry. And yeah. because I was on the Australian side, you <laughs> kind of loved it. So it's going to be interesting seeing for the final that they've got tomorrow night, they've got uh, four Australians playing, which is going to be. Mm. It's going to be interesting. Didn't they say they wouldn't do it with the Australians? No, they said that because they're friends, I guess they're not going to Uh, be disrespectful. But the whole thing is they weren't disrespectful. No, they're saying that. Well, they just saying that they're firing up the other team. It's exactly what you want to do. I think you want to have a little bit of arrogance on the court. I don't like it when sportsmen take it off the court and do bad things. Mm. That's when they should be role models. But I think having a little bit of arrogance on the court... Smashing your racket and yelling at the referee. No, well, they didn't start. you got to remember. Mm. That was McEnroe, they wasn't it? That used to get angry. There's been a few. Leighton yeah. Hewitt was the first one who come ever on. did it. He started to come on. Mm. And all the kids... That got a generation of children into tennis yes. because now all the kids who play tennis say, come on. Mm. I can understand where you're coming from, Stav, where you like the traditional side of it. But if you keep... Like anything in life, if you keep the good old days going... It will die out. Kids won't want to play it. It's got to be exciting for them. And I think Nick Kyrgios and Kokonakis are exciting children to want to join the sport. You know, they don't look up to Margaret Court and Rod Laver and think... No one looks up I'd to like, Margaret Court. I'd like to be them. Well, my that's, point exactly. But they're traditional, aren't if they? If they kept it Ma- traditional... Mainly because of the racism. Yeah, but If you don't move, it. if you don't progress in life mm. with things... He who, who forgets history is doomed to repeat it. And you never used to go to the tennis anyway. But I won't now. Oh, fine. You are. I have to say as well, Ash Barty, my God, she is just fantastic. Yeah. She has gone through to um, Oh, but keep it. The, the women shouldn't be on the well. television either. Let right. me tell you. <laughs> Finally some sense. Oh, come on. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. There's another show. Dreams ah. to a close. Yeah, Stab no, no, no. Abby and Matt. <laughs> Take a moment you to know, reflect. I can talk over anyone. I'll talk over that opener because it's our uh, awesome producer that came in to tell us that information, and then you just rattle it off of the top of your head like, "Oh God, look at all the knowledge I have." Is is that not what producers do? No, I just I was going to say she produced. <laughs> ah, that's what it is. Beat <laughs> to it, eh? Who just, who just no got thanks. you a book of facts from the 1970s that you forgot you needed before? The producer. <laughs> Thank you, Ash. We appreciate you. Do we tell you that? 
Thanks, but no thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the thing. She's if if she is quietly achieving out there, mm. and we're doing it in here, mm. she's nailing. Oh, you be the. I used to love it when I did the weather, and they have like a. You've got yeah. someone in your ear like mm. talking, and normally they'll talk about their lunch, and it's quite disturbing because you're trying to do live the TV. Weather, yeah. But I would like to do it for you because I reckon you'd be the sort of person that whatever you would tell you to say, you would say it in a convincing manner. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. You, if it's on the teleprompter. And right now, the, yeah. yes, the sky is completely falling down and will crash on Earth. And you um, know why that is? Because <laughs> I have full faith and trust in my team ah. that they are there. Do that doing is their a own lie. Thing. Wow. It is. It is true. Absolutely true. Actually, 24 years since Stephen Bradbury won the gold, but that's right. No, it's not. I also heard a commercial about it a couple of weeks ago, and I thought, that's quite interesting, actually. I think it was the commercial for his beer. That's why I did Last stick. man standing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> anyway, thanks, but no thanks. I'm not sure who went there. We both did. We, we did, did you? Yeah, we did it together. You missed out. Ah, oh, well. Was I at least holding the boom mic or nope, You weren't there at all. Wasted three and a half seconds of my life. I bought my daughter a air track. It's like an inflatable gym um, running uppy thing. It's like a lot, huge three metre long mattress that they can do jumps and twirls and cartwheels and stuff because, you know, school holiday's been extended. Had a lot of time at home. I'm like, let's get her active. Mm-hmm. Get her doing stuff. You're going to use it. Get her doing her um, dancing and whatnot. And I got home, I inflated it, said, there you go, go play. I popped down to the shops. When I came back, pulled the air track into the lounge room in front of the TV and was lying on it, watching, <laughs> watching the TV while playing on her iPad. They just don't have the same go get outside and have fun mm, attitude, no. do they? <laughs> so I popped it. <laughs> thanks for no thanks. Did you really? No, he's so tight. Like he would have thought... <laughs> taken it into the other room and he would have used it. Whee! See, look at this. Uh, my ribbon work is really coming along. Uh, your car was good. Mm, thank you. Uh... As Abby and Matt. I love Brisbane. Built in Brisbane for Brisbane. Righto, we're out of here, guys. Must Love Pets continues next week. If you're single but you got a pet, doesn't matter whether it's a goldfish, uh, whether it's a, a rat, a dog, a cat, whatever you got, register at b105.com.au. Um, we'll try and pair you up on air and then you'll come along to our party. We'll throw a little pet party mm-hmm. where you can all hook up. Pets. Well, if the pets want to hook up as well, yeah. that's mm. fine. Mm. Do whatever you want. Cats and dogs. Yeah. Huh? Um, should we call it the breeders party then? Like, a, oh no, <laughs> because you don't, you don't want to... about that. You don't want to have high expectations. No. Yeah. And if, people, if some of them have been dissexed, you don't want them to feel like they're being... Yeah, no, no. no. And then and after, the people would send us the bill. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm. This is a litter that you guys produced. Pay the vet's bill. Same. What those pets do is their owner's problem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's next week. Have a great one, guys. See you Monday. Have a good weekend. Bye. B105 Brisbane Traffic. Don't get a divorce. Get a... Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.